you've arrived. You've arrived to the Nipple Whiskers podcast with your host Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Come along as he explores the shadows of yesterday's failures in order to gain the knowledge required for a better tomorrow. The journey starts now. Let's go, let's go. What's up, folks? Bob Dog checking in with you. Man, what a bad weekend for my football team. But we ain't going to talk about that because that's a different podcast. I lost both of my fantasy football um, games as well. Getting crunch time for those playoffs, so that's not good. That's definitely not good. Um, whoo, can't go anywhere without starting with that Terrence Crawford versus Sean Porter fight. Um, I don't know if too many people still watch boxing. I grew up watching boxing, and whoo, I got to watch boxing. That round 10 KO, so it would definitely put him on the mat. Um, the last boxing match that I watched was that Canelo versus Plant. I will watch Canelo. I think that he has become borderline masterful. Um, he's definitely the best right now. Uh, that's not saying too much because there's not too much talent in the boxing pool, at least that I know of and watching. I feel bad for every fighter out there because I know they're putting their heart out there and they're putting their heart into it um, just because I've been down the path and I do feel really bad, but there's just no name brands out there. I think it's probably the um, promotion, and I think that they've just completely – People are disgusted of the way that they promote it and the way that the matches are set up, and it's just win, 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 win. Everybody's scared to take that L and actually learn from it. So a lot of people just stopped watching boxing. They need to come up with some type of ranking system to where there's actually a number one contender instead of just ducking and dodging and contracts and promotions. It's gotten ugly over there. And definitely De La Hoya and those figures, they don't make it any better. That wasn't their goal. And they're trying to continue sucking money out of there. You can talk with Mr. Canelo to figure that one out. Um, Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, they've definitely had it popping in the boxing you know, world. So the boxing world has been going. There's nothing to sleep on. But that Terrence Crawford versus Sean Porter, that's more like my weight class. So I had to watch that. Doesn't have the knockout you know, power power that you see from the heavyweights. But, man, that was a slugfest. Um, Sean Porter was just way too sloppy reaching in had no real answer later in the fight it started breaking it down just a speed and you would just see that he was just fully committing he was definitely down to punch him in the face but he just couldn't get close Crawford had already figured out his speed and his timing and he was just piecing him up every time he came in it was just ugh, ugh. every time it, that gets old it becomes a real headache and it, I felt bad for Sean Porter because once he hit the canvas, he even started punching the floor, and you already knew mentally he was just, what do I do? What do I do? I got nothing left for him. Like, he got me. I can see a rematch coming from that one. Um, Sean Porter will definitely approach it differently, but I think when it comes to those late rounds, that's just, it was fighter or fighter, and I think Crawford's going to get him nine out of ten times. You never know. It only takes that one, though. Um, especially Sean Porter, he can get him really, really early. We've seen, you know, we've seen crazy things happen. And, as judges will prove, when Timothy Bradley fought Mr. Pacquiao, especially that first time, uh, just make it to the judges. You might win. Oh, man. What what else in life? Oh, yeah, the Honda heads. Y'all been mad at me? I definitely hear y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm working. I'm working um, on the Honda-wise. I haven't been working on my CRXs too much. I definitely popped the hood yesterday and saw a whole bunch of spiderwebs. That's how I know that I've really been sleeping on that one. However, I did spend two, three hours over you know the last two days working on the interior of a Honda Accord. That thing is spotless. It's immaculate. It's ready for 
sale basically. And that's when the buddy that I've been fixing it up for, um, you know, shot me a message like, Hey, he didn't even shoot me a message. He came over a couple of days ago and was like, Hey, I got to check the car again for the title. I was like, you can check it, but I checked it and it's not in there. He's like, bro, I don't know where it's at. I'm like, gee, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like that becomes real difficult to sell a car without the pink slip. So we'll, we'll figure that out. Hopefully. Um, I definitely planned to make a couple hundred bucks off that one real quick, quick flip. I definitely had a buyer lined up and everything. That's why I started cleaning the interior. But now that that's immaculate, definitely some other things pop up. But that's life. We'll figure out a way around it. Hopefully the paperwork pops up and we'll get to, you know, keep it pushing. What else I got flipping? I got all types of things flipping right here. Um, Damn. Really, I'm just into that NFT game, man. And uh, shit, I can't even get into the NFTs without going right into, you know, what I'm super, super, super. Well, that's why I'm up early, actually. I woke up at 5 a.m., uh, 4.55 eight actually just to get in start the poker tournament got my ass handed to me um definitely i would do it again if it was the same setup i'd had a what did i have a queen 10 or something and i hit the queen i didn't hit the 10 though and out on the table was like 10 2 so it was 2 10 queen Dude went all in. I had 5,000. It was still pretty. It was the last table. There weren't very, very many people, I don't believe. Maybe like 12, 14 people to begin with. Um, but it was down to the last eight. And I went all in with them. It was still pretty early. Like I said, a couple of people went out. It was down to the final table. But I hadn't made very much. And went all in with them knowing that I had a high, you know, the queen. So I had the high card. Plus I had the 10 chilling. They were both hearts. Um, no, I didn't have a 10 because I didn't have two pair. So it was queen something. And there was a 10 out there. I had two hearts also. So I had the flush draw and I had the high pair. I was like, whatever, I'll go for it. I didn't hit the flush. I didn't hit the high pair. Uh, you know, I kept my high pair. However, he had pocket twos and there was a two on the board. So he got three of a kind. If I would have hit my flush, it would have been bye-bye. You know what I mean? But didn't hit it. Uh, it was a free tournament, so I would have done it. If it was a cash tournament, I probably would have played it different. Just I don't like betting on things that I don't have. I would have held until I did have a card or, a, you know, a better hand. But we, you never know. Even in that situation, if there was money on the line, depending on how the other guy's been playing, I might even play it. Oh, man, that gets into the poker. I don't know who in here is into poker, but it's been a huge passion of mine since I was young. Um I'm just going to start off with thank you for everybody that showed up to the poker tournament. Definitely appreciate each and every one of you that showed up last Saturday for the uh, poker tournament for a free NFT, free to enter. All you had to do is just, you know, link up, join the club, and you were in. Man, what that was a success. Man, I'm going to thank each and every one of you, man. Each and every one of you. Thank you. Oh, man, that wasn't a hell of an event. Had a lot of people there. Uh, not a lot of people in some perspective, but I had 14 people there. That's, you know, close friends of mine or the ones that are in the couple of discords that I'm in NFT wise. And these are like the small discords, not the large ones. Um, 16 people actually got into the club, 14 people played. So there were two people that were left out. I'm going to call them my misinformed people. And it is definitely all my fault. Um, there's an authorization process. I bypassed that 
uh, so I don't need to authorize anybody when they enter into the club, but I do still need to manually go in and provide them chips so they can enter in the tournaments. Once they have chips, I can control it. You know, I can add chips to the stack or whatever, but your initial chips, I need to give them to them so they can register. And I believe that there were two people that, you know, did it and they thought that they were in. Um, one of them definitely contacted me as soon as the tournament started, like, yo, yo, how can I get in? It says it started. And I was like, oh, I feel bad. So I had to message him directly. I'm hoping he plays this Saturday. My bad, especially because he's part of the Borger fan. And uh, the Borger family right there, I mean, I got to take care of them. Huge shout out to the Borgers. They successfully launched a couple days ago um, on the Solana platform. Huge love. You know, they, they even shot me an NFT. Just I spent a lot of time with those guys. Definitely appreciate it. Crazy NFT has an everlasting gobstopper on the side of it. So that's dope. That's dope. That's what I'm talking about. What's up, people? Let's go. Let's go. Hey, y'all check them out, man. Borgers, Borgers. You got to check them out, man. Nom, nom all day. All righty, folks. But with that being said, back to poker because that's what I'm basically living for at this damn point. Um, Yeah, I woke up this morning. I got smashed on. But it was, a you know, for some fake NFT money, I believe. It, that's what I'm going to call it, NFT money. But it, it's Monopoly money. But if you get enough of it, you can actually buy um, an NFT from their little – they have a little store in there. It's pretty dope the way that they're doing it. I thought it was really dope. That's actually a good little setup and maybe something to look into, but I don't know what bots they're using. I could probably figure it out. It's probably right on the side in the, um, what is that, the uh, user list pretty much, and they usually show you what bots they're using as well. Um, pretty crazy, just the way watching NFTs and just the way that they break down. I'm going to go back to that poker tournament, though, before I run off into that direction. Uh yeah, like I said, there were two people, man. Huge apologies to y'all, man. Definitely on me. That's Bob Dog's fault. And I could take my L's, man. That was definitely my bad. My bad. My bad. I need to better communicate. And next time around, man, I'll definitely over communicate. Y'all gonna be like, man, shut up already. We got it. We're in. With that being said, I did win the tournament. I do, you know, I almost feel bad for it, but I don't. My competitiveness came in, and when it was me and the last guy, he got me down to, I think I was down to 21,000. He was at 107, and I hit two hands in a row. I doubled up, and then I won the next hand also, so I doubled and doubled. Basically take him down to nothing, and I beat him like four hands later. Quick, easy work. Um, I didn't, you know, what am I supposed to do at that point? There was a... First place trophy, which was an NFT. We don't believe in second place trophies. Um, you definitely listen to Gary V. He's going to tell you all day. I'm a, I'm a firm believer in that. Maybe top three, but you you got to have some people out there, not for 14 people. Second place, I, I just shot him some ETH, some straight, you know, just just cash, basically, internet-wise. Just shot him straight cash, 100 bucks. You know what I mean? I think it was like 97-something after Ethereum went down and gas fees and everything. But, yeah, it was like 100 bucks in ETH. Um Definitely cost me a little over a hundred just because you got to pay gas, but it is what it is. And I was super stoked for him. I have, I think everybody had a fun time. And thank you once again. That's all I can just say. Can't say it enough. Thank you. <laughs> Same thing this Saturday. Um, like I said, Saturday, Saturday. I'm gonna try making it every Saturday. Um, this one, another lawless. It's not the same lawless lemming, but I am gonna link up. Huge partnership with those guys over there. Lawless Lemmings, definitely at Lemming NFT. Man, I love these guys over here. They definitely show nothing but support. And I'm going to put up another one of my 
personal lawless lemmings this week just to, you know to commemorate the closing of the lawlessness um the 31st is going to be your last day that you're going to be able to mint those you have to go pick up i would suggest a floor lemming so one of the ones the cheapest ones that you can find pick them up i don't know exactly what the floor price is right now i'm guessing it's like 80 bucks but after you add gas and stuff probably like 120 bucks you go in you got to mint that so it costs you another probably depending you got to watch gas and everything those that you know, understand the NFTs, you know what I'm talking about. Um, you got to watch the gas, hopefully get around 70 bucks. So you're looking at roughly around, I don't know, what are you looking, 160, 150? Get yourself a little lawless lemming. So I have one of those coming out. They all come out different depending, you know, every time you mint them, they all come out different. So you can take a look at it. I have it on the socials. I'll definitely repost it today. Like I said, lawless lemmings, man, huge, huge support from those guys. Um, I haven't really taken them up on the offer because I haven't tested the waters, but all I can say is those guys have been nothing but supportive and moving forward. There's probably going to be a lot more lemmings coming out. So Saturdays, just be aware, be aware. We're, we need people. If you're ready, ready to play some poker, come on in. You can link up. Um, we're going to start bringing people into the discords, into the lemming discord. If you don't know about NFTs, this is why I'm doing it with the lemmings. You can come in. Literally download, all you got to do is download Discord, jump in the Lemmings Discord, and one of those people, there's mul- there's multiple in there, they will help you all along the way of what you need to download and how to do it. There's literally only one wallet. You'll just download MetaMask, figure out how you want to get in there, maybe Coinbase. I mean, you can do it all through MetaMask if you want to, but personally, I would just, I guess you could do it through Coinbase if you wanted, but... Um, you can't transfer out of Coinbase. So I would avoid Coinbase. I'd use MetaMask personally. Um, I'm not sure of the term. I believe it's not decentralized. It might be a decentralized wallet, but it allows you to send out where Coinbase did not allow my buddy to send out. Maybe in the future it will, but he was not able to mint out of there. He had to send into his MetaMask. So try not to waste the money. Just open a MetaMask wallet. Um, it's fairly simple. Just jump on, you know, I sure you can do it on your phone but i know i don't like i don't prefer the mobile way a lot of people don't like metamask mobile but it is possible it does function um i'm sure people a lot of people use it it is on my phone so i do have it um with that being said i use it on my computer everything especially on online and all that stuff i just use my computer it's so much easier the desktop everything runs so much smoother right now i'm having difficulties with the poker tournament that i played at 5 a.m I'm trying to get it on my phone, and it is not happening. Every time I click on the thing, it just goes into connection, connection, connection. I'm like, what the hell is going on? (sighs) Whatever. But that's a whole different app. I've been running Club GG, and that's a huge shout-out to Club GG because their app is fairly simple. Um, It gives a decent amount of customization, and, you know, that's all I can ask for. I mean, everybody... When I just got those excitements from the, you know, the DMs and everything and just like, that was so much fun. You know, I lost at this point, but that was dope. I'm going to practice all week, you know, next week. And it's like, that's dope just to give people that little bit of spark. Um, hopefully, you know, it just keeps vibing. Hopefully everybody keeps joining in and vibing with us. More people join in, more people start vibing with us. Hopefully we can start getting the numbers up and man, it's going down, baby. It's going down. Um, I've been playing a lot more poker and this all started from a super, super young age. I mean, I probably started playing poker when I was 11 years old. 
and I mean playing poker online like for real money. Um, after you know my mom and dad, there was no gambling really in our house ever at all. And then when my mom left, she remarried immediately. Um, my stepdad, he was complete opposite. All he did was sat at home. He was a network administrator, so he managed computers from the house on the computer. And he played a lot of um, poker, a lot of online poker all day, every day, sit at the computer playing poker. When he wasn't, we were sitting at the TV watching poker. So I started watching poker probably around 10. And then by the time I was 11, I just downloaded it. And I was like, you know what? Ultimate bet, I'm down. I'm going to start playing all these free tournaments and everything. I would do decent. You know what I mean? I would do pretty good in these tournaments. And that's when my stepdad saw me playing all the time. And he started transferring me money. And he transferred me a little bit of cash that I was able to just keep playing, keep playing. I didn't really lose that cash for, I don't know, probably two, three months. That I probably put like, I don't know, 20, 30 bucks in there. I, we were... I was pretty broke, but I did start working a job when I was really, really young at Glen Helen Dirt Bike Track. Got a couple checks from there. Ended up buying a 67 Mustang, and that's all history. But back to poker, yeah, I probably started around 11 years old on Ultimate Bet. I don't know if everybody remembers that, especially during, like, the uh, what was it? World Series of Poker was coming out. I remember Chris Moneymaker and, Far, was it Farha or something like that? But there was... Just back in the day, a lot of people now are like, what the hell is he talking about moneymaker? But yeah, man, that was, I, I don't talk to me about it, man. I don't know if his name was, I'm sure he wasn't originally named that, but dude was out there stacking chips, so I couldn't argue. My stepdad watched a lot of World of the Series all day, all day. And once he sent me that money, it was game over. I mean, I, once I started being able to gamble at that age, and, you know, I couldn't even work yet, couldn't do anything, but I had the ability to win thousands of dollars with tournaments and things, especially... I was in, we were in it so much. And then next thing I know, it went illegal. And ultimate bet in California, I think still to this day, you can't play with cash. You can't, you know, put it online legally and do that. And once that happened, it just blocked my stepdad out completely. I stopped really playing when it came to, you know, internet poker. Thankfully, around 14 years old, I moved in with my stepbrother. Um, that, you know, I say thankfully in the poker sense. In my life sense, it probably definitely changed the direction of my life, but that was a weed house to the fullest we had in there. I remember the first time I saw 13 pounds of weed just stacked up in, you know, just boxes, literally cardboard boxes and just freezer bags of just chronic. And this is back in the day when it was super felony. So nowadays you could walk into a weed clinic and see that. Back then, you had to be a real player in the game. Definitely back when I was younger, you had an ounce, you were like, oh, you're slanging like that's a felony right there. This fool had pounds, 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 just big ass freezer bags in his closet. I was like, this fool's balling. We moved in with him and he would have tournaments. He would have the owner of like different blunt wrap companies and everything would come over because they would just have freezer bags full of blunt wraps. It was nuts. Um, I think I ended up with a whole bunch of them, just stacks and rubber bands. It was like 30, 40 stacks of just blunt wraps. That was a crazy part of my life. Um, definitely acting a fool. I was in homeschool. I was listening to like a lot of swollen members and just all types of little crazy craziness, man. I remember that homeschool is no place for a kid. I was definitely being a little nut. I had nothing to do but play video games. And man, that was a bad. That, those are those are shadow days. I definitely, man. R.I.P. to the the lady. You know, my stepbrother's uh, wife. She just passed away recently in a car accident out there in Texas. 
I feel real bad for those kids. Um, those kids, I knew them growing up. I definitely walked them over to the kindergarten and everything. I'm not going to put nobody's names out there just because that's, you know, real personal business. And it's like, man, they were just, just amazing kids. Um, it's crazy because I'm, you know, friends with them on social media and just seeing where they've come to and they went through school and everything. But their parents, man, it was a hard life. It was a hard life. I believe they ended up moving in with their grandparents and I believe their grandparents raised them. Um, my stepbrother, for instance, I never believed that he would, I remember the, you know, the, a lot of weed and then there was some, you know, cocaine involved and that bit started becoming a problem. And then I guess it jumped into speed. I didn't believe it when my mom was like, yeah, he, he, he's twacked out. Like he's, he's part of the spoof. He started the bo- part of the booth crew. I was like, nah, for real. Didn't believe it. And then I saw him and yeah, man, he was just spun out that, that lifestyle caught up to him real quick. And man, poker tournaments at that point, it was, I was out of my brother's house pretty early though. Um, I remember my stepdad, we, he got a house, we moved in over there. That's where the poker was kind of over and, uh, man, life, life happened. By around 15, that's when I took off to Vegas, got my fake ID. When I first went out there, I wasn't playing poker at all. Um, the dude that I lived with and the dude that was putting me on game and everything, you know, big cuz, man, appreciate you. I know he's doing life in uh, L.A. Man, big days, big days. We, we used to play a lot of craps. Um, that foot was huge. He was six foot something, you know, gold teeth in his mouth. He had his afro and everything. And uh, there was me, little white guy, 15 years old, got my long hair. They used to call me Baby Jesus, except back then I couldn't even grow my facial hair yet. But my ID said that I could be there, so I got to play. There were a couple times where they definitely questioned it. You know, the the cashier would go to the back, like, managers come out, security surround me. They're, no, no, it's legit, it's legit. And they let me go, and I'm, whoo, them palms are sweating. I don't know if I'm dipping because... I'm wanted, you know what I mean? I'm wanted. I can't get busted. I'm going, you know what I mean? They're taking me in. So shit, shit, good old days. I don't even want to think about those, but yeah, somewhere around 15, when I got out there, I started hitting the casinos by 16. I got comfortable enough. I was going by myself. Um, at 15, I was still riding around with the big homie 16. uh, I started going by myself. I had my own little crack house going and everything. So I would go over to like the wild, wild west casino and everything. And I would catch myself in little poker tournaments, just small little ones, 40, 50 people. But I was 16 years old playing over there. Never won one. Um, I got, you know, I got in the the prize pool, won a couple hundred bucks, but never won one over there. I got freaking close. I think I got like fourth one time. Oh, man, I lost in a hand that I, I remember regretting those hands. Some of the hands, I don't mind losing, but let me lose on a hand that I don't regret. Sometimes you regret it because you played it wrong. But other times I'm like, I lost. You know what I mean? It's the cards. It just happened. I watched somebody go out on pocket kings against pocket aces, and it's like, what are you supposed to do? You had pocket kings. He went all in. You're supposed to go all in. If he has pocket aces, well, you just take that L. That's the way that it goes. It's harder when you have the pocket queens, and they have pocket tens, and then the cards come out, the flop hits, and they hit the ten. And you're like, no, my queens just went irrelevant. Oh, it's all up how you play them, man. It's all up how you play them. Um, I like to go all in when I have pocket, you know, especially pocket pairs, just because if they hit the flop, they're probably going to pull something, you know, bigger. So 16, I was out playing in Vegas. Um, definitely got expedited out of Nevada back to California. Took a couple of years, didn't play any poker. But by 19, I was up. I was playing at the little ghetto house parties. We went and swept up a house party. Um, 
man, I remember that thing and we were going to get robbed because we just took, you know, hundreds of dollars. We were trying to just make it out of the spot. But everybody's like, yeah, man, good job, good job. We're like, oh, shit, let me get out of here before somebody says, well, what the fuck? So we were just like, oh, man, let me shake the spot. Oh, that was a good day, good day. Um, So, yeah, by 19, I was playing a little couple of ghetto house parties, nothing nothing crazy. And then I stopped playing poker. Um, When I was out in Eagle Pass uh, down there in Texas a couple of years ago when I was working on the oil field, that was awesome. I definitely made, you know, a lot of money down there. And I was hitting the casino a little bit. My uncle went very often, so I would just jump in the car, ride with him sometimes. And that's when I heard about a poker tournament. I went down there, and that's when that queens and tens issue happened. I paid like a hundred and, you know, it was a hundred and something, 130, 170, somewhere in that area, but a hundred and something, and jumped in the tournament. I was the first one out. That one hurt. I ordered a beer. My beer didn't even get there in time. I just, it was, it was all bad. It was all bad. Oh man, that was that that was a sad one. But you know, it it was what it was. Like I said, I lost to the cards. I had pocket queens. He had pocket tens. We went in, and as soon as that flop hit, I saw that ten, and I was like, game over. But it you know it it is what it is. For those that don't know how to play poker, I'm sorry for dragging it on. And you're probably like, man, the last thing I want to hear about is poker. But you might want to learn because, like I said, on Saturday, at least this Saturday and moving forward, I plan to do if I can afford it. You know, it's going to take a lot of gas money. But like I said, I think I have I think we have a partnership set up. I think Lemmings are definitely going to help out along the way. And uh, we're going to work something out to where we can keep bringing it to the people. So if you're interested in poker, you definitely got to link up. If you're on Discord or know nothing about NFTs, feel more than welcome to hit me on any DMs. Um, message me directly. Most of you, if you're listening, you know how to get a hold of me in one shape, way, shape, or form. If you don't, any social media, you could check out Nipple Whiskers podcast. Um, yeah, I hope you can get a hold of me. Otherwise, I'm really, I'm really a lack of communication. And I just did it over the poker tournament, so I can't say that I'm not doing it now. I just hope that you y'all can find me. Um, with that being said, I'm not going to drag this one on too much longer. But before I get off, I do got to give a huge shout out. And I mean, a huge shout out to, you know, right now it's at T-Rex Mafia NFT. And that this is the reason that I'm all in this poker game again is all their fault. So I definitely have to give them a huge shout out. Um, I'm not a financial advisor. I will not tell you what to buy NFT wise as far as making money, especially in the T-Rex Mafia project. Um, I love them. I love the people over there. Everybody's super dope. Um, I believe the maker or owner or the dude in charge is from Portugal. Super nice guy. And, uh, you know, they had a tournament. I went in. I swept the floor. I won. I got an NFT. I definitely bought another NFT just to support what they're doing over there. They're, you know, making a game and they have some things in development. But there's not much hype over there. So I'm definitely over there trying to, you know, boost up and hyphy you know what i mean get that california hyphy down there but we're trying man we're trying definitely trying um but like i said lemmings they're definitely giving me a huge support on this next tournament coming out i think i'm gonna get you know definitely more people involved i want i'm i'm not even gonna tell you the story i got i got some things in brewing i got some things brewing um if anything check out my social media today i definitely gonna be dropping i believe the poster's dropping today It'll be the announcement and just a little bit of advertisement, a little bit of advertisement that I got going on or will be pushing, but y'all can get the first sneak peek. 
It'll give you the instructions on how to join Club Gigi on the poster. Hopefully it simplifies things. Um, if you guys have any concerns, comments, questions, definitely hit me. DM, I'll be on it all day. I definitely try to answer. Um, love, appreciate each and every one of you. And hopefully I'll link up with you soon. Sorry this one dragged on mostly about poker, but, you know, poker NFTs, if you guys need anything, like I'm saying, hit that Lockdown Lemmings Discord if you can. They will they will help you all along the way. They will help you every step of the ways, and that's it. Um, love, appreciate each and every one of you. You know, subscribe where you get your podcast. Hit me on social media. I'll definitely link up with each and every one of you soon. Um, like I said, the Borgers, the Borgar NFTs, however you want to pronounce it, they're definitely Borgars. I know has how they like to pronounce it, but I always put my little ghetto slang to it for some damn reason. Got to check them out. They definitely dropped some crazy fucking pieces, man. When I'm looking at these, I'm like, man, I don't know what kind of meth this fool was on. And that had to be five days not sleeping because one of these damn burgers got fungus growing out of it. Fungus among us. And the, the cheese on there is like a big ass nug. And I saw pickle ricks and I saw, man, it's, it's nuts, man. It's nuts what they got going on over there. So just from an art level, it's pretty entertaining. Like I said, I'm not a personal buyer of art, but just... They got a crazy little, like, a stoner vibe over there if you wanted to jump into that type of thing. Um, when it comes to, like, more of a, an emo crowd, I'm definitely part of the Audis. Audis Club, they're more of, like, an emo's cloud, uh, emo crowd, but their art is intense. It's, it's crazy. So I definitely love what they're doing over there. I mean, all over the place, man. I try to, it's entertaining. So I try to keep my finger in a little bit, you know, here, 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 just to kind of see exactly what's going on. There's some games coming out. Um, my Alithia AI, I've been debating my AI left and right. Whew, it's going down, baby. I'm definitely going to have a lot of content coming out for you guys doing the research now, putting in the work. Um, love and appreciate each and every one of you, and I'll catch you all later. The time has come. You've been listening to the Nipple Whiskers Podcast with your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Follow us on social media, subscribe on YouTube, and visit nipplewhiskerspodcast.com for exclusive offers and information on upcoming episodes. This podcast will now self-destruct in three, two, one.